This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Mm-hmm. Merry, Merry Christmas and welcome to another episode of Glamazons and Leprechauns, where two women at opposite ends of the height spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society. I am the six foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black. I am the five foot furious Rochelle Sharma. And if you are listening to this episode, it is the first Monday after Christmas. We hope you had a wonderful Christmas, but technically I still consider it Christmas until New Year's really. Right? Yeah, I think that that window of time between Christmas Eve and New Year's Day is all, I I classify that as all the holidays. The holidays, exactly. Because usually when it's not, you know, a pandemic, you would, that whole week, you would be visiting and celebrating the holidays with different people. So with that in mind, we find it here at Gal Podcast, find it very appropriate. Our last episode, we talked about Christmas songs. This episode, we will be talking about some of our favorite and your favorite Christmas movies. That's right, because now that all the relatives and things, maybe you visited some, maybe you stayed home and did a Zoom, but I take it that this would be the week that there's plenty of time to catch up on your Christmas films. I myself am behind. Normally I watch, I put on Nightmare Before Christmas when I'm putting up the Christmas tree, but I didn't. I played Christmas music instead, and I haven't really watched any of my favorite Christmas movies yet. I hope to start doing that this week. Um, as I have more time. But with that in mind, this this is a big debate among, you know, pop culture um, opinions at, at this moment. And the question is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Um, I'm going to say yes, in the sense that Gremlins is also a Christmas movie. If you consider Gremlins a Christmas movie then you can consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. I think the bigger thing is just because it takes place at Christmas, is it a Christmas movie or does Christmas need to be the central theme of the movie? And that's where I bring up my point that although I like those movies and those are good movies, I think to watch around Christmas time because the movie, the, the, the period occurs during Christmas. However, Personally, in order to be an actual Christmas movie, Christmas must be integral to the plot of the movie, such as a Christmas story without Christmas. And when I say integral to the plot, meaning if you subtracted Christmas from the story, do you still have a film? And that the answer is yes for Die Hard. It, it could be Easter and he's stuck at work. Really? I don't think there's anything integral to the plot Um, that relies on Christmas to perpetuate the story. However, without Christmas and a Christmas story, you have no movie. So that means a lot of movies we associate with Christmas, we will still consider them Christmas movies here, but are they really Christmas movies? So Yeah, I agree because I think, I, I kind of think the same thing about Gremlins. You'd still have a movie. It doesn't have to be at Christmas. Now, Gremlins is... Um, borderline and here's why isn't the the first mogwai a christmas present yes but he could be a birthday present he could be a birthday present but the movie is based on the fact that he was a christmas present Mm -hmm. 
So, and because he was a Christmas present and got fed after midnight and poured water on him, none of that would have happened if he did not get a Christmas present. So I I will, I will agree that Gremlins is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard because did Alan Rickman and, and his gang in Die Hard, did they know there was going to be a Christmas party? I don't know. If so, I guess it could be arguable, but right now I'm going with that Christmas was not integral to the plot of Die Hard. But if that's your favorite Christmas movie, hey, that's fine. You can argue it all you want. Write to me at feedback at galpodcast.com. But yes, we are talking about our favorite Christmas movies today. And uh, just like with our music um, and favorite Christmas song episode last week, uh, I do have some various lists here with regard to what's considered the most popular of all and most favorite. Um, And again, it really depends on the list. But before I get to that, I'd like to uh, chime in here with, or have Rochelle chime in. I would like to have Rochelle chime in with some of her favorite Christmas movies or movies that we associate with Christmas, like Die Hard. We're just going to call them all Christmas movies for the sake of this episode. Okay. Okay, So what do you have? My absolute all-time favorite, favorite Christmas movie is uh, Christmas Carol and all of the variations on it. I love A Christmas Carol. I will watch the... George C. Scott version. That one's great. I absolutely love the Muppet version with Michael Caine. I love oh a God, Muppet love Christmas Carol. It's great. I love it. Um, the Disney, the one they did in 3D with, with Jim, Jim Carrey, the animated one. It's great. I one. watched. I did watch that a couple weeks ago. So I do have uh, that under they my belt. Did, I believe it was last year they came out with that one for FX with um, with Guy Pierce. Did you see that? Oh, one? I need to go back and see. I need to go back Ooh, and watch that. I like that one. It's good. Um, I think I watched it while I was sleeping. Scrooged with Bill Murray, and that one's all right. I'll watch it. That's but on my I, list. I absolutely love that movie, and I will mo- watch um, multiple versions of it. I think it's because I kind of, I don't want to say I identify with Ebenezer Scrooge, but I'm a grouchy person. And so it appeals to me. I'm going to say you identify with Scrooge. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. So um, to start us off then, I'm, this is Rotten Tomatoes list um, of the best Christmas movies of all time. And again, they are in order, but for some reason it only goes up to 62 But what I am going to do, I'm not going to obviously start with 62, but I think you will be um, surprised to hear what is further down on the list towards number one, as opposed to what is um, further toward the back end of the list. For instance, of those 62 films that it lists, 1994 Miracle on 34th Street is dead last. And I didn't think it was that terrible, considering that sixty number 61, right before it, is The Preacher's Wife from 96, starring Whitney Houston and Denzel Washington. So, and then The Grinch in 2018, um, the one with Benedict Cumberbatch um, as the voice of The Grinch, is number 60. So, like, we're talking third to last here. 
So that's going to, so when you think about those, I'm going to get down to number 20. And then we can talk, actually, I'm going to start with 21. Because once again, you're going to be like, wait, what? What? And then I can go back through and tell you where some of your favorites um, appeared on this list. I'm starting with 21 because 21 is a Christmas story, according to Rotten Tomatoes. That seems awfully low on the list to me. Yeah, it does. Because a Christmas story is in my top five. I can't get through a Christmas without seeing a Christmas story. I love it. It does not get old ever. I love it. You'll shoot your eye out, kid, over and over and Mm -hmm. over. In fact, when I'm I'm talking about something called pro-social deception in my interpersonal communications class, and I have a clip of Ralphie lying when he does shoot his eye out and and comes up with the lie about um, the icicle falling and breaking his glasses. And that whole thought process of coming up with a lie and then faking his tears um, so he doesn't get in trouble. So, yes, I use that whole little clip to describe that for my class. <laughs> Anyhow. So, yes, I love that movie. Um, but, I, yes, that I is. I saw that movie in the theater oh. when it came out. My whole, my mom, myself, my stepdad, my aunt and uncle and my two cousins, we all got together, went and saw it in the theater, took up like a whole role with all the family members. It was fantastic. Definitely has a special place in my heart. That's an awesome memory. I don't have any, I have a memory of the family like taking me to see a double feature of Flash Gordon and Popeye and falling asleep like during the whole thing, both of them. And with I other Flash Gordon, Popeye was terrible. I say both of them, but I think it was like other relatives. I don't know necessarily it was my mom. I think a cousin was there and other cousins. I, I, once again, it was one of those things where everyone was asleep but me, except they weren't horror movies. Well, maybe to them they were. I just remember being like the only one awake watching watching Popeye. Um, but yes, great memory. I have no Christmas, uh, n- none like that. Anyway, so moving on. So number 20, they put um, the 1994 Little Women with uh, Winona Ryder and Susan Sarandon. So, eh, okay. Number not 19. Really my favorite, but okay. Yeah, not really my favorite. 19, Edward Scissorhands. I, I did watch Ed. So I didn't think I watched Christmas movies yet, but I did watch Edward Scissorhands last week. So, okay, I'm, I'm a couple in. Because I watched the okay. Jim Carrey Christmas Carol, and I, I have watched Edward Scissorhands. It, but again, um, Christmas is not integral to the plot. You know, the plot begins with um, um, Diane Weist doing her Avon and going house to house. And it doesn't have to do with Christmas, but because there's that scene where he's, you know, chiseling away at the ice sculpture, and they're playing the pretty, you know, Danny Elfman you know, ethereal <laughs> music and Winona Ryder is spinning in the snow. I guess that one scene associates it with Christmas. So, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Fine. We'll take it. Fine. But yes, I, it goes in the diehard category for me. Would you agree? Okay. Yes, I would agree. Klaus. That was a good one from last year is number 18. Jingle Jangle just came out. It's on Netflix. I have not watched it yet. It looks like it could be cute. So when I have time, I'll be uh, checking out the Jingle Jangle. Will you be watching that one, Rochelle? Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily enjoy watching happy Christmas movies. <laughs> so it depends, maybe. Okay, so what about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the original? Because that's at number 16. Oh, well, yeah, if you're talking about, about bullying shows, that's different. It's also talking about bullying, and you like bullying. You certainly bully me. It's true that, like, tiny people are mean, angry people. Bullying can be fun. So it's understandable because Rudolph was bullied. Mm-hmm. So, okay, number 16 is there. 
Arthur Christmas is 15. Never even heard of it. Don't I know. I have seen that one. I have heard of it. have not seen you it. You have? Number 14 is Die Hard. It did make this list on Rotten Tomatoes. Number 13 is Remember the Night. I've never, I don't, I'm not familiar with that. It's from 1940 with Barbara Stanwyck and Fred McMurray. Don't know about it. Don't know so much. 1934, <gasps> Babes in Toyland. I admit I have never seen this. Babes in Toyland is number 12. Number 11. Have, have you seen Babes in Toyland? Weird. Is it weird? Does it have to do with Christmas? I guess so. I, to, no, I yeah. think I was so little when I saw it that it's just a weird blip in my memory. It says two bumbling apprentices to the master toy maker of Toyland try to raise money to help little Bo Peep and her sweetheart. Okay. Um, maybe. I've heard the name. And maybe there's a song. Tangerine. That's not a Christmas song or Christmas movie. That's not a Christmas movie. Well, maybe it is. A working girl tears through Tinseltown on Christmas Eve searching for the pimp who broke her heart. Great. Let's all sit down okay. around the Yule log and watch that one. I don't know. Okay, number um, 10. This is definitely not a Christmas movie. Can you see my screen? Here, hang on. I'll look. Can you see what I'm showing you? There we go. Do you see yes. it? Okay, so yeah, this is I what I'm it. going through. So Yes. So number 10, it has Carol with Kate Blanchett. no that is not it has nothing to maybe it came out in december but that doesn't a movie releasing in december does not make it a christmas movie no i don't think so no um to be honest i have not seen this movie but i would not necessarily put that in the oh this is a christmas movie. no it is not a christmas movie at all um okay so and you uh, you saw that like home alone is is way where it was up high like Gremlins is twenty seven, Trading Places is twenty six. That's a great one. The yeah, original that's a great movie, but uh, I don't know that I would call it a Chris. Right? Did you see Elf was way up here, and Gremlins is twenty seven, Elf is thirty one. Yeah, okay, Elf is thirty one. We're going make in there. Sense. Elf is definitely the Christmas. Right? Movie. Okay, so I'll keep going down this list so you can see. So it, right? So Elf is that far, but we have Tangerine with Carol. At eleven and ten, what? Who made this list? Again, this is Rotten Tomatoes. There's this. There should be some more Maybe credibility here. Maybe we need to give them a shot, but I don't know that I'm interested in it. All right, I'll continue just so we can, you know, and then I'll write them a nasty gram about this shitty list because this is mm-hmm. not. This is not good. Then we'll talk about our favorites because that's way more important on Gal Podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, meet me in St. Louis, number nine. I admit this was um. Um, our friend Brandon's um, favorite Christmas movie. I have never seen it. And is it really considered Christmas or it just takes place during Christmas and then she sings Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas like Mm -hmm. at the end? Okay. Um, I vaguely remember seeing this movie when I was very young. Okay. Um, Number eight is The New Little Women that came out last year with Cersei Ronan and Emma Watson. I haven't seen it yet. But again, um, I don't consider that a Christmas movie. It's got to be more than snow. Number seven, which is, I'd say, my number one, is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and it's at Rotten Tomatoes number seven there. Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton. I love it. I'll start watching it oh, around yeah. Halloween. I'll watch it several times. As I said, I normally watch it when I trim my tree, but I did not do that this year. Number six, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So let me say that again because I threw in a D in there and that wasn't, that wasn't correct. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The original starring Boris Karloff, okay, is number six. It's a great song. It is a great song. 
Um, number five, once again, I don't know this. The shop around the corner, 1940. The shop around the corner is adapted from a Hungarian play. Why do I feel like the, there were two people who made this list, and one was a 70 to 80-year-old grouchy man, and the other was like a cusp of Gen Z kind of person. This is a huge disparity. It is a huge disparity. I'm having a real problem with it. Uh, It had Jimmy Stewart in it. And maybe some, if we have any um, baby boomer or older listeners might be like, oh yeah, that was, we watched that every Christmas. Me and Auntie Lou and, you know, cousin Jenny, whatever. Uh, But no, it, and if I'm going to watch Jimmy Stewart films other than It's a Wonderful Life, it usually involves Alfred Hitchcock, but that's just me. Holiday Inn makes number four. This is the 1942 Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire uh, movie. I admit I've never watched it. Coming in at number three is Miracle on 34th Street, the original 1947 um, with Natalie Wood. Uh Little Natalie Wood. Don't make any jokes, Rochelle. Don't make any. Okay. So I can understand really these last few. I would say number four. I can understand number four, three, number two, a Charlie Brown Christmas, 1965. I don't consider that a Christmas movie. This is kind of where I have a, a it's little a car- issue. These were television specials and I consider those two separate things. Okay. But there's a lot of television specials like on oh, yeah. the Hallmark channel has all kinds of them but i don't know they were still full length i guess they weren't feature films but i think i'm okay with them being on the list okay i'm okay and here we have number one um it's a wonderful life 1946 i know my mother will be listening to this and she will say she absolutely hates this movie this is my dad's favorite movie um and (laughs) (laughs) That explains a lot right there. But my mom's like, I don't understand why anyone likes it. It's so depressing. It's about a guy who wants to kill himself. Yes, that is true. (laughs) That is very true. I I agree with your mom. I've seen this movie. Like, what's happy about that? (laughs) I I don't really care for this movie. I'm just like, really? I don't know. And you would think, because I love A Christmas Carol so much, and it's about a guy who's like, had it up to here with the holidays and he's very grouchy but i do not care for it's a wonderful life either uh, for roughly the same reason i do like it i like it i think um the antagonist is really good you know the guy who finds the missing money and Mm -hmm. you know all of this wouldn't happen if he didn't the other guy didn't drop it in the snow but once again it comes down to is this really a christmas movie um apparently um Rotten Tomatoes think so and I do only watch it around Christmas time because at the end they're all singing Old Lang Syne and it's it's pretty every time a bell rings an angel gets its wings so oh well you know that line so at least you've watched it oh yeah watched it I've watched it yeah um I would put it in my top five or six I would I would not I would I don't don't care okay so (laughs) Let's get let's get to your list. One is a Christmas Carol. Oh, I that's right. That's right. Story because it's a ghost story, you know. Like right. That. Yeah. Um, I would say when we get to the number two spot, 
for the longest time, number two would have been Nightmare Before Christmas. It got bumped by the movie Krampus. I <laughs> love that movie so much. Um, Krampus, then, by the way, is uh, on Rotten Tomatoes number 56. I see that. Is but that, that the is, which one? Is that the one with Tony Collette and Adam Scott? Yes. Okay, so that's yes. this one here. Okay, yes. And it's really, really a delightful movie. Um, very much a Christmas movie, if you ask me. Because it, it tends to highlight some of the friction that you experience with your family around the holidays, but in a fun way. Yes. Um, I think of all the Krampus and Krampus, because there were several, like Krampus and Krampus, would you say, that came out around mm-hmm. 2015, 2016? Yep. Um. I, I would say that one is is the best one of them. And yes. I, my apologies to our friend Corinne, who was in Krampus or Krampus the Reckoning. <laughs> but I like this version better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I absolutely love the movie The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh, that is such a cute movie. Is that in your top five or are you just listing off <laughs> some sure. of your favorites? Yeah, no, that's top five for sure. Okay. I like um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Because who does not want a subscription to the Jelly of a Month Club? You know, and um, but uh, again, Rotten Tomatoes puts that at 55. So I don't know what kind of, you know. I find a bit shocking because to me that is like... I guess for me, that is like really up there as far as Christmas. It should be really up there. Like, why is it? It is after a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. So I'm with you mm-hmm. that like a Gen Z and, a, and an 80 year old man put this list together. Right. That would bump National Lampoons to number 55. That should be in a top 10. Mm-hmm. That should be in a top 10. In fact, I'm building the list now. What it should be. Okay. All right, so um, Krampus, I could understand maybe, you know, later on in the 30s. But even 55 seems high. Okay, so you have Krampus, well, you have a I, Christmas I think Carol. maybe because the, the movies that I like don't involve relationships. They don't involve love interests. They involve um, some of the static in your personal life, maybe with family members or with yourself. And you're just like done with the Christmas season because they start it so early or the cheesiness of it gets to you. Um, <laughs> I, I really enjoy the movie, bad Santa. Right. That one is pretty funny. Have it you has seen a lot of very laugh out loud moments? Have you seen fat man yet? That's with Mel Gibson. He's a disgruntled Santa. It just no. came out. So, um, you know, since since no one can really go to the movies yet, they're doing these new things where they'll, they'll release. Um, and if you have ways and means of seeing um, released films through, well, I'll just say ways and means on through your different television providers, Otherwise, what they'll do is in a, a couple weeks after, they'll release it for pay-per-view, like through Amazon or what have you. So I think okay. I think it might have just been released, but you can certainly watch a preview for it, I believe. Um, yeah, he's a disgruntled Santa, disgruntled with the world, and some people want to kill him. So it's, it's kind of dark. It's kind of Fargo-esque, I would say. Nice. That, 
definitely appeal. I think it would appeal to you. So yes, uh, again, I'm looking at this real quick. Rotten Tomatoes has the original Frosty the Snowman at number 50. Again, like what the heck? And Home Alone, Uh which a lot of people, again, the debate whether or not Home Alone is actually a Christmas movie, but it is Christmas when he's left alone. So okay, I'll call it. But number 51, Home Alone, that seems awfully high on the list, like high on the opposite direction that it should be. So, okay, so you mentioned Krampus. It's a Christmas Carol. We talked about Christmas Vacation. What else is on in, like, your top five here? Uh, Christmas Story is in there. I don't really have a top five. You'd have to call it more a top ten. Uh, let's see, we talked about National Lampoons being in there. I know there's a big one I'm forgetting, and so I'll probably shout it out Okay. here in a little while. I do. I... <laughs> I love Gremlins as a Christmas movie just for that god-awful scene where, who is it, Phoebe Cates tells the story about her dad being stuck in the chimney. (laughs) That really stuck with me when I saw that as a kid. I guess so. I was horrified. I guess horrified. (laughs) Sounds like you loved it. Uh, More than the Gremlins being, you know, turned from the, the adorable little mogwai to the evil Gremlin. The, what really stuck with me out of that movie was her telling the story about her dad of jammed in the chimney. That's fantastic. I love it. Scrooged is on my list. I, I love it. I like Bill Murray. Um, I, I think it's great. I love his uh, you know disgruntled nature and how he inappropriately treats the employees. Um, I, I like all of it. Carol Kane is so obnoxious in that movie. Um, it's one of the few movies I like her in because <laughs> it seems to be, it seems to fit her character. Yes. Um, anytime she, what else? Uh, isn't she in the princess bride too? With some crazy character with Bill Murray or not Bill Murray, oh, yeah. Bill, Billy Crystal, Billy Crystal. I, I like her in that too. Cause again, it just seems these characters fit her nature, but yes, I love her in that. I love Scrooge. I love Bill Murray. So that makes my list. Um, Christmas vacation. We talked about, this is more of my probably top, top six, I do like A Christmas Carol as well, but I, I don't know which one is my favorite yet. Um, so I'll stick with the George C. Scott for now. I need to rewatch the one with Guy Pierce and see how I feel. And then there's also the movie that came out with, um, oh, Dan Stevens. He played, um, you know, Matthew Crawley on Downton Abbey, and he it's about him writing A Christmas Carol. Have you oh, seen yeah, that? I need to watch that. I started watching that early this morning. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, no, I've got to watch this later. Right. My problem is I'll be tired and I put these on to relax and I I just, I fall asleep and it's not because they're bad. It's just because I'm, I'm tired. I'm very a busy person, but I'm all for a Christmas Carol, as you mentioned. Um, I I could put it at number one, but because I can't decide on which version I like, I'm going to, it's not number one. It's somewhere else on the list. I just umbrellaed them all because every single one has something to them that I really love. Right. I and and again, There's, it is the collective just like with the with the Christmas songs we talk about. It is the collective of even, you know, scrolling through Netflix or what have you to see what's playing and seeing a collective of all of these movies just going on and having time to watch them here and there is what makes the holiday so special. Uh-huh. I sounded like Tangina there. There is no death. It is only the, the a transition sound like Tangina. to a different stream of delightful. consciousness. Okay. It's a Wonderful Life is on my list. 
So, you know, I, um, I guess I'm with my dad on that one. I do like it. And a Christmas story is also on my, my list is more like a top six list. I would say Christmas story might even be at like number two. I like it so much. And as I mentioned before, my number one is Nightmare Before Christmas. That is my number one. I love it. Um, as I mentioned in our previous episodes about um, Disneyland, which we talked a lot about, our Devil in the Details episode way back when, um, that the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion is my most favorite Disneyland ride. I love it. Um I'm so sad that we are not there this year. So very sad because right. that's something I ride. If I don't ride it at least five times, I leave disappointed and I will ride it five <laughs> times. I'll fast pass the hell out of that ride. I love it so much. Um, there's, it's just, it's amazing the, what they do inside. And I happened to find um, during my Christmas wrapping the other night, um, I found some black and white striped ribbon, I, thick ribbon, like, you know, almost three inch ribbon, two and a half inch ribbon that I had um, tucked away somewhere. And so I do have a couple of presents that look Nightmare Before Christmas-esque under the tree. I wish I had, I well, I won't say I wish I had a live snake, but it would be helpful if I had some sort of mechanical big snake that would be under the tree and that would also help scare the kitten away or maybe even... Mm eat the kitten and then like spit it out or something, something to something fun like that. Yeah. Cause now that I put all the presents down now, I can't ugh, just so annoying. She, I can't get her out of there. She just crawls in there and I, I try to like put the presents in a way to keep her from going underneath. Now I can't, she nope. walks, she's walking all over everything. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> I just I hate her. She just, hate- he was pretty good about not terrorizing the Christmas tree, with the exception of that one that we got where he climbed up in the middle of it and took a nap. Uh, my my first cat, Moxie, she liked to eat the ribbon, the curling ribbon. Yes. And the tinsel. So uh, changing the litter box was always a thrill around that time of year. There was always tinsel hanging out of her butt. Disgusting. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my current cat is very good. She does not bother the Christmas tree at all, but I did give her the terrifying clap effect every time. You gave your cat the clap? clap? Really loud. That's all I heard. Yeah, yeah, I give her the clap effect. I clap really loud anytime she gets near the tree. Just sort of the, uh, it scares the crap out of her and she runs away from it. Um, But she's not the least bit interested in the ribbons and the packages and stuff. She could care less. If she wants to play with something, she goes outside and, I don't know, eats a bird or something like that. She's Um, very good. Uh, So I like the the old, what would you call it, like claymation Christmas specials? Sure, the short. Yeah, Rudolph. The Miser Brothers and the Island of Misfit Toys. I don't want to be an elf. I want to be a dentist. And Frosty. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, I like all of those. Well, Frosty was a cartoon, and that was good, too. That's all right. But, yeah, I like the Rudolph ones in that funny... I do like the Rudolph ones, yeah. Stop action anime, you know, was it stop action, stop motion? Stop motion, stop motion. Okay, so because um, Rotten Tomatoes was so like, what the hell, who made this list? 
It was a weird It was a weird... I moved on to USA Today. So, you know, a news organization with a long history that you think might be more credible in its choices. They have a top 20 um, that just came out uh, last month on their 20 best Christmas movies of all timed. Okay? And... Again, we're we're gonna have some. We're gonna need to talk about this. So there's a tie. I, I'm gonna do do them all. Do all twenty because it'll go by quickly. There's a t- a tie for number twenty between the Jingle Jangle A Christmas Journey that just came out. I haven't watched it yet, and Arthur Christmas again. Like who is this Arthur guy? I'm gonna have to see this again. This is for kids. Um, an underrated. It's an underrated animated British gem. Centering on Santa Claus's son, Arthur, who works on a deadline to get a present to the one girl forgotten by his family's militaristic high-tech delivery system. So it sounds cute. Sounds cute. And then that's tied with Jingle Jangle. Okay. Um, fine. Number 20. Okay. But again, I think there's so much other stuff that could have made that list. Home Alone is number 19. The Ice Harvest, number 18. With John Cusack as a mob lawyer who steals two million, I've never even heard of this. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. And Sorry. it's on the list again. Who is making this list? I, obviously, it's a Gen Z. It's a Gen Z who really likes John Cusack. I like John Cusack, but I'm not putting him on my top twenty Christmas movies. Okay, number seventeen, The Happiest Season. These, uh, starring Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis as a lesbian couple whose relationship is tested at a family get-together. This is well, that one just came out, didn't it? Well, yeah, that's fine if it just came out. The list is from last month. But top 20 of all-time Christmas movies and USA Today is going to put this at 18? That's two nasty grams I'm going to have to write now. One to Rotten Tomatoes and one to USA Today. This list sucks. Let's go on. Let's see if it gets better. Okay, so that was ha- uh, Happiest Season. Come on now. They put Nightmare Before Christmas at 16. It's just crap. It is such crap. Um, lethal Weapon at 15. Uh, is le- Just Why because there's a... Sh- into the, is it really a Christmas no. movie? Or is it just a movie that takes place around There's Christmas. a shootout at a, uh, at a Christmas tree. That I mean, come on. I don't, I'm not going to call it that. And certainly not going to put it at 15. All right. There's a 2005 movie called Joyeux Noel. It's a war drama which snagged an Oscar nomination for Best Foreign Film. And explores the victory of humanity over brutality as it chronicles the real-life story of the Christmas truce of 1914 when the World War I battlefield welcomed carols instead of carnage. Um, I don't think I've seen it, but it, that sounds good. And that, is, uh, that sounds like it does have to do with actual Christmas. So, uh, number 14, I don't know, though. I don't know. White Christmas, number 13. I don't even think White Christmas was on Rotten Tomatoes' list. How did that even happen? So How did, I love White Christmas. It's just, yeah, it's I, like watching a whole, you know, um, like being at Radio City or something. It's just a whole show. Everyone, all the tap dancing and stuff? Come on. That's good stuff. You'll agree with this. Number 12 is Gremlins. Again, this is U- USA Today's list. 11, The Shop Around the Corner again. I, am I going to have to see this? It made both lists. The Shop Around the Corner. It's based on You've Got Mail. That tells us a little bit more. I think it was the basis for You've Got Mail. But still, it's not Christmassy. Okay, whatever. Christmas Story, number 10. Now we're getting into our our type of stuff. 
Ho, ho, ho. A Christmas Carol from 1951. Okay. They also give shout outs to. That's that weird one with the, the buggy eyed screw. It's Alistair Sim. Alistair Sim. Yes. yes. He's odd looking. He's a little odd so, looking, but he's Scroogey looking. So I'm okay. They yeah. give a. Um, USA Today gives a shout out to the Muppet Christmas Carol and the George C. Scott TV movie version. Those are both excellent. Yeah. I like them both. Um, yes. I do like them both. Um, the Apartment is number eight. That is not a Christmas movie. That should not be on this list. Christmas is not integral to the plot of The Apartment, starring Jack, Levin, Jack Lemon. No. Die Hard is number seven. Again, we can argue about that, but fine. I'll take it. It's considered. Um, that's fine. I've seen Die Hard. Um, with- Anytime I get to see... Um, Alan Rickman. Al, any, right. I love I'm totally down for that. The, the dear Alan Rickman. I agree. It makes me want to watch all the Harry Potters just to see, you know, a melancholy Alan Rickman's uh, character. What, what, what was his, uh, what's his Professor Snape? Snape. Yep. Snape. Professor Snape. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I need Alan Rickman to talk to me in a disappointed manner. <laughs> it's it's good for me. It works. I would yes. agree. I would agree. Um, number six, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I, I agree with that. I can agree with yeah. that. Number five, Miracle on 34th Street with Natalie Wood from 1947. I'm, I'm okay with that. That's good. Number four, Love Actually. No. No. Not one of my favorites. It's not a Christmas it's movie. Right, but no. it doesn't have to. No. Someone's getting a nasty gram. No. That one pops up on a lot of lists. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I don't it's, even it's get it. Why does it? Christmas, but it is not. I don't like schmaltzy relationship holiday movies. I just, yeah. it's not me. I'm like you. I want to see like comedy or murder. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Or Silent Night, Bloody Night on here. Anyhow, that's not going to make the list. I'm surprised it didn't make your list, but. Oh, that, that rare X. Ex- Sports one, you may want to check that one out. That's good. That's is that good. on Shutter? Um, yes. Okay. Number three is Elf. Santa. Fantastic. I love I it. I do like that. Oh my god, yeah. the scene. Elf is in my top ten for sure. Yes. It is worth it. Bless Peter Dinklage for being a good sport. Oh my god, he's just so funny in that scene. Um. So yes, number three is Elf. Number two, It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, um, not surprising there. And number one, they put Scrooged with Bill Murray. Okay, it, that's a weird list too. It does have some of my weird. favorites in there, but yeah, there's some stuff. So yeah, we're gonna have to check out this. Um, yeah, the apartment should not be on there. Sixty nine with Country Living. I think you may approve of that list slightly more. Yeah, the Country Living song list. No, from- the Country Living movie list which is also 69 i'm wondering what's going over what's going on over at country living are you are you did you just look this up the country living yeah Yeah, go to country living they have a movie list too why do they do that i don't know they're dirty they're filthy dirty people what do they search Uh, you you searched best rated i think i just put best christmas movies here it is yes wasn't there a movie called fred claus with your boyfriend in it who? Who's my boyfriend? Am I making that up? What are you talking about? Oh, God. Hang on. I'll look it up. Fred Claus. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, 
there was a Christmas movie called Fred Claus, and that was one of the ones where I'm like, I'll remember. I, there's one I'm forgetting, and I'll yell about it later. It came out in 2007. It was a comedy movie. I don't know what you're talking about. And it had Vince Vaughn in it and Paul Giamatti and Elizabeth Banks. And I actually like that movie. <laughs> it is not on this list, but that was one of the ones I was trying to remember. I don't it remember dumb, that. But I like it. You'll have to check it out. Well, I also like, as far as newer things that didn't quite make my list, some honorable mentions that would be like higher up were um, Bad Mom's Christmas. Have you seen? Ah. Yeah, that one's that one's highly entertaining. Um, it's got some great characters in it, some great actresses. Um, so okay, fine, we'll do what we have time. So let's go back to country living, you know, um, with their sixty nine uh, items on here, and we'll start with with twenty again. Things that did not make their top twenty were the. 2018 Grinch again with Benedict Cumberbatch. Man, no. okay, well, that's fine um, if you don't want to make that list. But let's start with with uh, 20 is The Christmas Chronicles with um, Kurt Russell. Okay, they were all right. It's okay. Is I say they. Isn't there more than one or I'm getting it confused with the Santa Claus? No, I think they brought out a... They, think they, they just brought, brought out a new one. Yeah, year, okay, they? that's why I said they. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Number 19, Prancer. I never saw Prancer. Did you? Did you see Prancer? Yeah, I think I did. It's about a little girl. And and about a reindeer, isn't it? Is it not? Yeah. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. Frozen. Number 18. Country Living. Uh, I wouldn't call that a Christmas no, movie. No, just because there's ice and snow, does, it doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Okay? Otherwise, we could just watch, uh, why didn't Everest make the list? Or Vertical <laughs> Limit, where everyone's frozen and dead, and all those people are still frozen and dead up there, like a bad frost freezer that needs to be cleaned out. Why aren't those things on the list? Again, because you need more than snow and ice. Sorry, Frozen. You don't need to be on the list. Chronicles of Narnia. You going to call that a Christmas? Ooh, but movie? you kind of have to because Santa plays a very important role in that movie. He does, and isn't the whole Remember, thing an allegory he shows for? Up and he gives the kids all their magic weapons. Okay, all right. So he's important. Yes, he's a very important character. He's integral to the fine. It can be fine. I'm okay with that. Rise of the Guardians, 2012. Oh, that is a Christmas movie. I, yeah, it looked. I haven't seen that. Okay. Uh, that's an older animated one. It's not too bad. Oh, Mr. Mr. Magoo's Christmas, Christmas Carol, Carol. number oh, 15. That but that can't be on your list, you said, because TV specials are different. Your rules. Your rules. I know. I'm just saying. I like that one. All right. Noel. Uh, it's just called Noel 2004. I don't think I saw that because I think it's a romantic comedy. Yeah, it's a rom-com. No, that's no. The year a lot of people love romance at Christmas. Oh, the, year the Year Without, without a Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. That's one of your um, stop motion animations. Yeah, love that. So, yes. Um, Bridget Jones's Diary is number t- their number 12 top Christmas movie. No. Just because no, you weren't... No. Christmas is an important part of that one. Remember? She goes to the holiday party. She's got her granny panties on. <sighs> But it is a romantic comedy. But I think Christmas does play an important part. Not at number 12. I'm sorry. Not at okay. number 12. No. You And All then right. you've got mail. So it's number 11. So that's eh. 
that equals that other what was it called well, this is country living this is oh, like gosh, for ladies and ladies love romance not me but a lot of ladies do <clears throat> home alone is number 10 fine eh. elf number nine now we're getting yep. somewhere now it's making sense right? national lampoon's christmas vacation number eight fine yes okay yes number seven love actually no no. no, but I do know a lot of people very much consider it a Christmas yes. movie. Yes, those not me. Those are the same people who like the pentatonics. <laughs> <laughs> same okay, demographic. True. True. I, I'm going to get hate mail now. If you Go like ahead. it out there, people, that's fine. It's just it's not for me. Not for me. All right, the Santa Claus number six. Oh okay. my god, country such living. A cute movie. Aren't there a few though? I get them confused. Like. Um, honestly, I quit watching after the second one. I just didn't care. I, I don't like, think I made it all the way through the second one. Yeah. I have a hard time with sequels. Yeah, I, I get them confused. To too far. The original Miracle on, on 34th Street, number five. The original How the Grinch Stole Christmas, number four. This makes more sense to me. Um, the original um, A Christmas Carol from 1951. Uh, Alistair Sims. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Because of mean, his eyes. My, it's his eyes bother me. A Christmas Story, number two. I can totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. And number one, It's a Wonderful Life. My problem with country living is where the hell is Nightmare Before Christmas? Where uh, Where is it on this list? It, it doesn't fit in with the 64. Top it's down at the bottom. 64. See, I think it's too low because... That is way too low. That should be before love, actually. I have a problem. I really have a problem here with some of these decisions. They did better. I would say of, of the top... I would say they did better. Of the top 10 or 20 I've listed, this one's this one's better. Definitely better than the people at Rotten Tomatoes. They need go, coal, they need coal out, in like, their stocking. 40. Let's see where they are with their mess section of it. What, the go, country go, living? Let's see what's in the middle of country living. Let's start with 69. And then, you know... Okay. Okay. At the... At, oh, I saw... Okay. Bad Santa is Polar Express 67. That's just rude. You know what? That movie was creepy. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I thought you liked creepy. The animation bothered me. Um, Christmas with the Cranks. I'd have to review that. Bad Santa is number um, 65. I'd have to watch it again. There's just not enough time for all these. But Bad Santa, I agree. I love Bad Santa. Um, There you go. 65, 64. Die Hard is 63. Man, they really don't like Bruce Will. Now that's too that that's too high. That Scrooge to sixty two. Who are these people? Like, how can you? I don't know. Like, the top ten well, was better, but Scrooge to sixty two. I'm imagining that Lifetime movies factor. Santa Claus is coming to town. Is at sixty one. That's wrong. Frosty at sixty. Right. That's not even right. That's why I was wondering what's their mess section. A Charlie Bound Christmas is 57, and after we just saw that, wasn't that number two on um, the previous list at um, USA Today? Come on. People need to get it right. Christmas in Connecticut, that's the first time we've seen that. That's number 55. That seems like that should be higher. White Christmas at 54. Again, it seems a lot of these, Holiday Inn and what have you, Meet Me in St. Louis, would all be further down on the list. Um... But again, yes, it, it maybe it's for old ladies. Is that it? But that's why I think it's for like thirty something women. <sighs> okay, but we've looked at three lists now. You know, we have the USA Today. Yeah. You have your country living, and then you have 
your Rotten Tomatoes. And I have to say, um, of the three, the, the country living at least top 10 is more in line with what I would expect. Then def- I, I would say the one that was the furthest off was the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, that one struck me as the weirdest. It's weird. It is weird. Um, so, yes. Christmas Vacation, Scrooge, A Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, the original. Uh, again, A Christmas Carol, I'm deciding which one between like three. And, of course, Nightmare Before Christmas are all my favorites. Um, I love A Christmas Story, which I mentioned. Yes, all those are great. I haven't had time to watch a lot of them, but this is the last week to do so before it will be um, New Year's, and then it's done. You can't watch any of these until next year. <laughs> hey, uh, did you check out the, the uh, on Hulu, the Grinch that uh, was... Oh, God, what is that guy's name? He's got the butt chin. The live-action kind of stage production of The Grinch with um, Matthew, oh, Matthew McConaughey? Just Google Hulu and The Grinch. The real reason Netflix quietly took The Grinch off its platform uh, the Dr. Seuss the Grinch musical that's on Hulu right now. Who's in it? The live action. Um, what is that guy's name? Oh my god. The dude from Glee. Oh, Matthew this dude. Morrison. Matthew Morrison. And Dennis O'Hare is in it. Have Here you seen it is. This? No, have you seen it? Um, I started watching it, but it made me remember that stuff like this, musicals, kind of make me want to shoot myself in the face so this is a thing this... like nbc has been doing this like every year yeah. around the holiday but, they'll so do a live action through some of it they're a little too you know bright and broadway hi but when matthew morrison is walking around as the grinch he's very sort of like grunty and groany and breathy it's interesting <laughs> people were talking about like mm, when when did they make the Grinch sexy? Like, he's trying to make a sexy Grinch. And I laughed when I read that, so I watched a little bit of it. And it did make me giggle. Okay. Was, there was some enjoyable parts of it, though. Okay. I will but have I to, it to you. check it out. It reminded me that the year that they did Peter Pan, do you remember that? that they, they did Peter, here it is, Peter, Peter Pan Live. With yeah. Al- Allison Williams from, most notably from Girls. And I remember um, my mother was watching it and she hated Chris Walken. And all I remember, here's what I'll say. I had posted on Facebook a post that said, um, less cowbell, more dance belt. <laughs> because, yeah, Chris Walken needed... Needed a little bit more support, we will say, um, in his costume as Captain Hook, if I recall. Um, Of those, if we're on that real quick, I like the... is a bit stagey, too. Yeah, well, if they're all stagey, it's live action. They're all going to be stagey. yeah, but you'll see what I mean when you watch it. Okay, Um, I'll have to give it a try. Just to watch him sort of like grunting and pelvic thrusting and groaning and mm, <laughs> just, I could not stop laughing 
Okay. Um, I'll try it. I'll try it. I don't know what it is about him that bothers me. Something about him bothers me. Is it his butt chin? That's what I like about him. Oh, do you like him? Well, you know, I like, I like like butt chins, chins. but if I'm going to go for butt chin, I'm going for, you know, Superman's, uh, Henry Cavill's, Henry Cavill's butt chin. The discount version. I'll say the dollar store version. Henry Cavill is like the, um, I think what Matthew Morrison needs is a mustache and it's not, there's just something about him. It's like, okay, well. We're all out of Henry Cavill, but we've got this Matthew Morrison sitting here that nobody wanted we'll, to take We'll do out. him. But can can, yeah. can Henry Cavill sing? I think he plays piano. Does he sing? I, I would imagine that pretty much everything he does is dreamy and spectacular. What's the Let's name? Let's face it. Henry Cavill could do a stage production <laughs> of Armpit Farts, and I would probably watch. I would definitely watch if he had a mustache. What's the name of the um, famous, um, huge, awesome store in UK? Is it is it Harrods? Harrods. Harrods. That's right. Okay. Yes. yes. So Henry Cavill is the Harrods of butt chins, yes. and Mr. Matthew Morrison is the dollar store. <laughs> Well, version. no, I mean, he's not the dollar store of Butchins. But Walgreens? He's, more of, he's the target of Butchins. Really? You put him at target level. Okay. He's cute. Yeah. Not better than he's Ross? Cute. Ross Dress for Less? No? A Butchins? No, I don't think he's quite to Ross Dress for Less. What about John Travolta? Because when I was a kid, John Travolta uh, was the Herods of Butchins when I was a kid. He was, and now he's like the Walmart of Butchins. Oh, he's the Walmart of Butchins. <laughs> I do agree with you, though. Henry Cavill, um, we'd like you to make a Christmas movie. Um, not a rom-com, but maybe something along a, a Scrooge or a Christmas Carol or something where you, you know, are disgruntled and then oh my God. see the light. Oh, Henry Cavill could be Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, wouldn't that be a good one? Yes. Um, we are voting right now, Mr. Cavill, to... Dude, because Guy Pierce as Ebenezer Scrooge is hot okay i don't know what it is i'll have to check it out so in the meantime uh, yes until we have um henry cavill as as scrooge i will watch um those those few christmas carol-esque movies that i have missed the one with guy pierce the one with dan stevens as charles dickens yada yada yes in the meantime as it is this last week for you to get in all the christmas movies and um, holiday cheer as you can. I'm Cram ready. it in, folks. Krampus I mean, it in. you've got to stay home anyways. Why not inundate yourself with holiday right. movies? Enjoy the good it. ones, the bad ones, everything. All of them. Because they all make that spirit of Christmas alive. So oh, I, I did. I turned into Ch- Tangina again. This house is clean. You would be the most terrifying Tangina which I think is a good reason to dress you up like Tangina and then take you somewhere and just have you start yelling crossover children. I think a staged musical version of Poltergeist is needed. And as soon as theaters are able oh, to open again, I think there should be. I would um, watch the hell out of that. <laughs> there should be a song called Go Into the Light, Carol Ann. Or just Go Into the Light. 
And yes, I, I wouldn't that be great? She should break into song when she smells Caroline on her scarf. You know, when she's like, I can smell her. That could be a I song. Can I can smell yeah. her. That's awesome. I got to write this. I need something to do for, you know, summer break. <laughs> I need All a writing project. Down the stairs. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're, they're, they've got all the EVP equipment. They're just witnessing in the event, but in the playback, it's a song. Yeah. I, um, I totally see that. There could be a song called Something Bit Me. He's <laughs> <laughs> lifting up his shirt. Anyhow. You only move the headstones. You only move the headstones. Oh no! Okay. Can there be a musical number in the pool with the skeleton? Yes, we'll have to figure out how to do that on stage. But I digress. I completely digress. We wish all of our listeners a safe and happy New Year. Wear your masks. Just get a straw for your eggnog. And enjoy all of the Christmas movies that are your favorites, even if one of them is Love Actually, and even if it's Die Hard, we're okay with that too. If you have any comments or concerns um, or feedback or want to complain about my selections um, for best movies and songs from our last episode, please write to us at feedback at galpodcast.com that is feedback at galpodcast.com we would love your input please share it with yes. us as we enter your the news your criticism your nudes send them all we're, we're waiting. we are waiting and when you hear from us next time we'll be talking about some uh, resolutions if you will um the things about 2020 that we have lost and missed. And then we'll be moving on to some predictions for the upcoming 2021. Fingers crossed, everybody. Until then, we'll talk at you soon. Bye. Bye.